why do some femtepreneurs have no problem charging what they're worth and then others have no idea what to charge or they're charging way too little for the, the impact and value that they're having in people's lives or they're giving to people's lives. Eugenia, our guest today, she is going to help us understand what's really going on within a fempreneur's mind, body, and soul when it comes to pricing her services or her products or both. So you're in for a treat. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and I know you will too. Let's dive in. Wealth energetics. So this is like energetics, but specifically applied to something inside um, abundance territory of life. So um, the way that I started is actually I was born clairvoyant. So I was born with ability to see timelines, possibilities, and people's contracts and all sorts of things of that type that were um, making sense to me, but not to the people I was talking to. So I started explaining. And then by the time I was 14 years old, I already had a full practice. I already had people coming to me and, you know, helping them and everything. And it just kind of went on and on. And a lot of my clients were actually business owners. So they were like, oh, thank you so much, Eugenia, for helping me with this message. Like it worked so much for my campaign or thank you so much for this thing. Now I sold more product or something else. And I'm like, oh, so I'm doing messaging. I'm doing business strategy. Like I'm doing all these things I didn't know I was doing <laughs> because I was naturally just downloading that energy from the universe and answers. So over time, of course, you know, I'm older now. So I had years of studying this and applying it onto my own businesses. I've had many and many of my clients' businesses. So what I do now is a combination of uh, looking at someone's soul design. So that is how they built in this lifetime. What is the gifts? What are the gifts? What are the issues? What are the ways that they meant to generate income? That's the profit potential. What are the cycles of their life where they meant to focus on this thing versus that thing and how to know sort of which way you meant to make decisions, how you meant to navigate through life. So activating that internal navigation through one's soul design. That then is applied onto how that person chooses to generate income in their life. So I work with conscious women who are spiritual entrepreneurs one way or another. So usually they're either coaches or they're healers or they're somebody who's working with relationships or working with abundance or working like with, with something that they essentially create personal transformation. And a lot of times these people have such incredible gift and talent and yet they don't quite know how to generate income doing that in their life in a way that feels good to them. Like they either overworking, which means they're gonna burn out or they not sure what to do. So they kind of like avoiding. <laughs> and what I do is look at the soul design, look at the profit potential, look at the gifts you have, and then we put it all together. So that way you get to literally have this amazing joyous experience in your life and just live your life, but generate income through doing that with your gift. That is amazing. I loved, uh, I love what you said about um, how a lot of fempreneurs who are healers have trouble with kind of packaging. I know you didn't use the word packaging, but I think that's, I saw um, a testimonial on your Instagram. Someone had said some nice things about you and it sounds like you really helped her find clarity in the packaging of her talents and then the pricing of those packages. And I think she said you kind of helped her nail it down to three things. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that and how you help, um, you know, energetic healers figure out how to charge for their services? 
Yeah, this is one of the sticky points I think a lot with people is that they think like, okay, if I charge a lot, it will not sell. If I charge um, too little, then I don't, you know, generate enough income and so on. And one of the things I found is that it's not about charging more or charging less. It's about knowing what is your design and what actually would work for your design. So some people design to create many smaller courses and charge less for that, but sell to a larger audience. Other people are designed to have um, higher end program and sell few of those, but at a much higher ticket. So there's always a kind of a different energetics that go with what somebody needs to be um, doing in their life and how they meant to charge for it. So when we are charging money, the money is part of our body. Body is the wealth container. This is the part that people forget all the time because it's like, oh, money is over here somewhere. <laughs> and over here is like my body. When actually there's are very much together. If you're energetically don't find that you can hold certain amount of money, no matter how amazing your marketing or if you had somebody like do your copywriting or whatever, it's not going to sell to the extent it can because you energetically repelling the frequency and vice versa. If somebody has a money energy that's already expanded and they know what their gift is worth, but for whatever their programming is and conditioning and imprinting, they charging much less. That's also not going to sell, which is confusing because, you know, I literally had some clients who were trying to sell a program for a thousand or two thousand and could not do it. And then we started looking at, okay, what are you actually bringing? How does this work? And then what is the wealth container? And we could see that if it's packaged correctly and it's all like all the ducks are in a row, this is about a seven thousand dollar program, not a two thousand dollar program. So this person was like, oh, my God, it feels like such a relief. Of course, it should be seven thousand. And then she could sell that. So she's like, okay, how can I not sell the 2000 and sell 7000 That makes no sense. When actually it makes total sense if you understand how the wealth container works. So of course there's work to be done to expand the wealth container because a lot of times people don't get that that is not something that like, okay, I'm bored with it and that's just it. <laughs> like I'm stuck with it. When actually, no, you can expand it and you can keep expanding it because everything in the quantum field is possible, 100% possible, 100% of the time. So a lot of the adjustments that we actually do with the business side of things of that, the energetics into business, the pricing, like you're asking, is about figuring out that whatever you are offering is in integrity. That is very important because sometimes I know people just kind of freak out about like, well, you see, there's like $500 program and then they just like put a zero on it. And now it's $5,000 program because they think it should be more. It's like, oh my God, that's like awful. Right? So we never want to do that. We want to do something that like, if you're selling something for 5,000, it should actually be worth 5,000. <laughs> like it should have the value for that. And that's where I think a lot of people get stuck as in, well, I don't know how to create a $5,000 program. When this is what I do with them is we look at what is your soul design? What are your gifts? What are you doing? Most of the time, if somebody's charging per appointment, if they do $100 or $500 or whatever it is they're doing, or maybe they have like a package of three sessions together or something like that, they getting paid for about 10% of what they're doing. Right. And the other 90%, they're not getting paid for, but they're still doing it because they cannot turn it off because they care. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we women tend to do that. Like we give our all, right? If we, if we have somebody and we care, we, we just like, we're there all 100%. But then they get paid for only 10% because that's what you know the session is. So what mm -hmm. I do is I help the woman figure out what is the other 90% you're actually doing. And now let's 
package that, let's create clear articulation in linear speaking of this multidimensional awesomeness that makes sense to potential people to come towards you so you don't have to go chase clients, but that they can come to you because they're attracted to the vortex that you've created. And now you have a package that's value-wise is actually worth what you're selling it for. So there's total integrity and integrity means alignment. When there's alignment, there's energetic flow. When there's energetic flow, you're naturally going to attract things. And then when you attract clients and you have a strategy on the back end, which is also what I teach. So you don't just go there and do like, like free videos and hope that something will happen. Like you have to have some sequence of events that occurs once somebody's interested. So as long as that is there and you know how to properly sell, like I kind of teach people how to sell without selling so that you're just living your life essentially, then you can totally receive the wealth for something that you have put out there in the world with the correct frequency. So you are a very confident woman. I love it. I love how, I love how you, you speak clearly and articulately, and it's just, it's, it's really refreshing. So I'm curious to know where you were born, where you grew up, and what your parents did to create this incredibly gifted and confident woman. Uh, not much, <laughs> but... Um... Uh, it's kind of interesting, the confidence thing. Energetically, each one of us has different codes. When we're living in that alignment, this is what I teach my clients, every one of them shows up like this, but with their own code. My code is certainty and confidence and abundance. So those are the things that are in my field where I'm in alignment. That's what's being broadcasted as a gift to people who are around me. So then you can kind of get that by osmosis and feel like, wow, this is kind of cool. Like I can play with that energy within me and see like, hmm, how does that fit me? Like I like kind of that. So then your field takes from my field, whatever it needs. And that way it enhances whatever you're doing in your life because you got some codes from me. And the same goes for all of us. If we are able to download this something unique thing that is ours and then anchor it in the body properly, now you're broadcasting your code. And that would be different for every person, right? Like you have a lot of the connection of the dots code, like you see things and you kind of like extrapolate into a lot of possibilities and you listen. So your field is naturally very kind of like soft and magnetizing by the fact that like, hey, here's space, come into my space. So people naturally want to come into your space and hang out because like, look at you. <laughs> so that's the energetic code that each one of us has. So uh, understanding what that is and then capitalizing on it so that you literally activate that profit potential within your soul design. That's what I literally do with my clients. So now back to your question. I was born in Russia. I was born in St. Petersburg, Russia, which is kind of a European part of Russia, the only city of Russia that's really European. Um, I was there till I was 16 years old, and then I immigrated to the United States. And um, I've been here for about 30-something years now. So um, I started as a clairvoyant psychic kid in a family where my grandparents were raising me, not so much my parents, even though they were there. And um, my, <laughs> my mother, I think thought that I'm normal and that was her thing. So everything that was not normal was just, she didn't see it. My father was totally fascinated with the fact that I could see things. So was my grandfather. And uh, my grandmother was, I think, scared for me because she thought that means I would have a very hard life seeing people's pain, which is true. I mean, not to say that I have a hard life, but it is 
I cannot turn that off. So when I tune into somebody, I kind of get download of everything. So I do feel a lot of the struggles and pain that people are experiencing. And I feel it more directly because I'm also neurodivergent. So my body receives it as if it's me. So I've over the years, of course, learned to differentiate. So I know consciously that it's not me, but the experience is still there, which is great for working with clients, but not necessarily great if you don't want it in the grocery store, <laughs> but it happens anyway. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that must be incredible for you to go out in public and just feel all these things the whole time. Well, and... incredible. It's not the word I would use. I mean, I was kind of avoiding going in public for a very long time because of that, because it's actually very difficult and I had to learn how to how to handle that without blocking off life. And this is actually part of what I teach my clients is that a lot of times people who are very, very sensitive, they tend to want protection and layers of, you know, some walls around them or something. How do I like block it? And that's not a correct approach because you don't want to block life because then you block abundance and you block everything else. <laughs> so you want to actually be in life and be open. And actually I teach how to be undefended. So you don't have any protection. You don't need protection because protection implies you're defending, which means some authority is projected. And we don't want to project our authority. We want to own our authority. We want to claim that. And that's actually the secret sort of to having a filter that is like a boundary that's porous. So you're able to go and experience everything, but you choose which frequency range you're tuning in on. So if you think of it like an elevator, and let's say if you're in a basement, you walk out in the basement, you're still sensitive, so you're seeing everything in the basement, but it sucks. If you go like to the lobby, well, maybe it's a little bit better, but not so much. But imagine if you like take the elevator to the penthouse. Now you're still sensitive, but look what you're tuning into. So that's what I had to learn for myself is who like people's lower astral stuff and pain and issues. I can still see it kind of like from the penthouse, but I don't have to feel it all in my body because I choose to maintain myself at the higher vibrational range. And that's the same thing I teach my clients, which sounds kind of really out there, but it, it's very practical in business. It's almost like when you're writing a promotional campaign for something, or you're going to go and do a, a little live uh, video about something. If you're doing it with the attitude of, I should do this. These are the things I should say. You can say all the right things and it's not going to create the result. But what if you, before that, go into service or gratitude, higher frequency, or some other frequency that works for you? I choose service. So then I go into like, okay, how can I serve people? So now it's not about me. Now it's not like, am I nervous? Am I not nervous? Do I know what to say? Do I not know what to say? Is my, I don't know, hair look right? Do I have the proper makeup? Like whatever, like none of that matters because now I'm here for you. And when you're in that frequency, you kind of naturally take that inner elevator to your own penthouse. So now you're vibrating at the highest level of you. So then whatever comes out of you, depending on your design, some people meant to kind of have a little bit of a plan. Some people meant to just channel whatever's right for them. There's, there's different parameters. But if you follow that, then magical things would happen. I mean, I've literally had some clients who they're like, okay, I just, I followed what you said. I did this. I was in a hoodie after a run, I was in the woods and I just went live and I just did this thing, but I talked about my program and everything, but I did it from this angle and somebody just wanted like sales conversation. We just talked and she just signed up for 10,000. And like, how does that happen? Like I was not in makeup. I was not, and like, 
Yeah, but you were in the right energy. You were not in your head. And she was the channeler type. So she had to just get out of the way and bring it through. And it was great. She messed up. She was messy. She didn't say all the right things. She did not mention every single point. Her CTA was not perfect, but it resulted in $10,000 client because she was in the right vibration from the penthouse, from the higher frequency. So right. that's why I think it's so important to uh, know the proper boundary that you need to have, because if we're defending, we're blocking. And from that goes this kind of a mental manipulation or calculation. And that's never fun. Women hate that, right? Like when we feel like, oh, I'm manipulating somebody and doing that. I don't want to ever do that. So then I can't sell. <laughs> but actually like, what if you're not manipulating anybody? What if you're not even trying to get anybody? You know, like that whole concept of client acquisition or getting clients, that never made sense to me because I don't get clients. Clients are attracted to me or not. <laughs> so if it's the right person and they like my energy, they're going to be attracted to me. And then we're talking and we see if there's something I can do and to help them. And if not, then they go away. I don't want them anyway because they're wrong energy. So this whole concept of getting something is actually based on lack of boundary due to sensitivity, which is very much a necessary component of wealth energetics. Yes. And this is, this is exactly what I was hoping you would dive into when you are. Yay. Um, you're talking about the, the piece where a lot of entrepreneurs are focused on how do I make more money? How do I get more clients? And you're talking exactly about that. So I'm so glad. Um, where did you learn about this? Like, how have you learned to take your clairvoyant abilities that you've had since you were a little girl and turn them into this amazing business asset that you are now, you know, taking out to the whole world? How long have you been doing this for business owners, like specifically the way you are now? 15 years, I wow. would think. I mean, totally. I'm, I've been literally working since I was 14. I've never had a job. So I've always been just having different businesses. At some point I had um, a tour company. We were taking people all over the world. Um, I was teaching everywhere. I was teaching in different places around the world. So, I mean, I've had many different kind of reincarnations of that. Um, I am a transcension mentor, so I do teach pure consciousness itself. But um, over time, I think it was a 2012, 2013, that mark, it feels like something ended to 2012. And this is where I went more into helping people with the wealth component of their certainty and alignment versus right. just like life purpose. Right. And I love that you are targeting um, maybe not targeting is targeting might not be the right word, but it sounds like you've done it. So you're helping those who are exactly like you are or very similar to you 10, 15 years ago, and you're taking them along a journey that you've been on already, but you're helping them skip over a lot of the bumps and the pitfalls exactly. that you've experienced. I love that. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times this is actually the group that the spiritual conscious sensitive people are the ones that super needed in the world right now. And yet that is the very group that literally does not know how to do that. So there are plenty of people who know how to live in the world and they kind of off the world and people that I work with, they kind of always think of themselves like maybe a little bit not of this world. <laughs> like we got something else going on. Um, and that's something else with the sensitivity and then confusion about the boundary and confusion about service too, because a lot of them become servants instead of serving at the high level. So all of that to me is like, it hurts to see 
that the people who meant to lead consciousness on the planet can't figure out how to survive financially doing the very thing they meant to do. So then they have to do like other things. And then this is on the side. Well, how is that serving the planet? Like we meant to do this full time. This is our job to bring higher level of consciousness on earth. So that's why I always focus on these people. Plus I am one of those people. I mean, I've always made money and it never made sense to me when somebody didn't make money doing the thing that they're doing. Like I've had full practice. I was booked like year ahead and I was doing sessions like 30 sessions per week. <laughs> so I was kind of crazy in that direction. And then I burned out and I was like, okay, yeah. that's like, I still want to serve, but I can't do it that way. So let's figure out a different way. And what I was normally reading through people as their, I used to call it soul contract because it's kind of like how you contracted for this lifetime. But design is actually a better term. And in the business world, contract was kind of freaking people out. So um, I now call it soul design. But soul design is like your blueprint is how you're made. That I have always seen in people, read in people. Like I see code sort of, you know, not like 0101, but like code as in how you're put together. So because I could see that, I could see what out of that is needed for the people, what you need to own in order for that people, these people to come to you and give you money for doing that thing. And it was confusing that other people didn't get that part. Like that link was missing. They knew they had a gift. They knew that people needed it, but they couldn't figure out. And one of the missing links was self-worth, the mm -hmm. wealth container. And another mm -hmm. self-link was boundary, sensitivity, short circuit. And another um, issue was lack of clear articulation of the value of their work. Mm -hmm. So that's like, I'm a quantum marketing coach. So I bring all that out there into linear speak here to make people understand what is it you're actually doing. So it compels them to respond to you instead of you having to go after them. This is how we attract. But this is sort of like, everybody talks about this manifestation and higher frequency and whatever. And I'm not one of those coaches that's gonna tell you, just sit there, meditate and vibrate and magic happens and client comes. No, you actually have to do something in, <laughs> in order for that to happen. But even though the energetics is forward, it's super important. The other side, the component of clearly articulating, having the proper boundary and like, this is the three things you were talking about with the package. So that and having the wealth container expanded enough so you're worthy. So you yourself feel like, oh, I love me. Like a lot of this work you cannot do without being an individual. So I think that's part of the issue in the spiritual communities that they prematurely merge. <laughs> They, they want to be all one and all one is great, but that's an after effect of individuality. You can't be all one without becoming individual because if you do, then you kind of go backwards, not forwards. So little side note on consciousness, at some point humankind was all one, like homogenous. Then we started to separate a little bit. That's called tribal consciousness. This is where we are now. Smaller groups, smaller tribes. Unfortunately, with that comes manipulation because tribal warfare and somebody becomes a tribal leader that then manipulates the tribe and so on. So there's a negative side to that, even though we all want to belong to the tribe and feel good in a tribe. But the next level of evolution is actually, there is no more tribe per se. Every individual in the tribe is an individual. So they now have their own perception, their own creative ability, and then they form um, communities based on the resonance, but those are not tribal, they're not long-term permanent. 
like what you're born into or religious or corporate. They instead smaller communities based on specific projects, specific residents, and then they fall apart as those individuals go and form some other communities somewhere else. So that process is where we're going. And then from that place, of course, as you're getting into more of the place of, you know, bringing your gift, that's where the individuality kicks in. That's the awesome part that then brings in the oneness. So a lot of spiritual people tend to skip that individuality phase of bringing their gift and they just want to go from tribal straight into some homogenous oneness. But that's, that's actually what sabotages our ability to get paid well for our gift. Wow. So I'm curious to know how you have developed this coaching and this sort of system that you take your clients through. Like, have you taken any sort of training or are you literally just taking your life, your life work and your expertise and have you just created a blueprint out of it? Or like, do you have, I don't, I'm not a, I don't know. Well, yeah, mostly. Or any like yeah. higher education. <laughs> so I'm not a big fan of that or saying that that's needed, but I'm just curious to know if you, have any of that under your belts yeah mostly actually the second because it's just me um yeah. i've been doing this so long and because i'm neurodivergent and because i'm autodidact so i study on my own my way i've studied everything so i've studied like from nuclear physics to theology to psychology to how it all works together through like human design like kabbalah like um I Ching. i do a lot with I Ching, which is a chinese system um energy chakras all of that so pure energetics like i have actually a couple of schools i finished in that and you know four levels in this five levels in it like all these things but i never talk about it because nobody actually wants to know this if they work with you and this is actually the same thing that's a good question that you have because that's the same thing i tell my clients when they come in and they're like well i'm certified life coach but i think i want to do like this thing and i'm not sure and it's like stop trying to like get certifications it's not about that if you want to go for it but it's not about that because then you're just teaching somebody else's way right and we're all unique we all one-time cosmic events <laughs> each one of us so that means whatever you're bringing is yours so we are all amalgamation of knowledge so i have knowledge in science because i've studied science a lot i have knowledge in psychology because i've studied psychology a lot and i have knowledge in theology and religious and history a lot because i've studied that but those are the things i've studied so if you like put them aside, I can still do what I do because what I do is based on me. Those things right. are just add-ons that then help me do this, not even better, but like I can explain it, let's say to somebody who's maybe in this religion versus that religion versus new age versus something else based on different. Or if they have like specific trauma, I know how to handle that based on whatever I've studied from psychology. Or if they're more mental type, I can back it up with the quantum science. So it's just, those are the tools. So I literally help my clients differentiate between skills and expertise. Your okay. skills is the stuff you studied for mm -hmm. in this lifetime. Good for you. Your expertise is what you brought in. Mm -hmm. So these things you brought in, that's the profit potential. That's what I help my clients open up. And then the skills, we add them into the package. So that's what makes them unique and how they bring their gift. But the skills are never forward. As soon as somebody tries to put their skills forward, nothing happens. They, they kind of get like, well, you know, there's many life coaches. We're all saying the same thing. Yeah, we are. But if you're on the expertise side, there's nobody saying that because you are only one with that frequency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
leading with their life stories and their life experiences and, and yeah. things. Yeah. I yeah. love and that. It's not just the stories. It's also like the type of energy, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm the, the codes that are resonating through me right now and the stuff I'm telling you, it's, I'm just talking. There is no prep. There is no, like, I don't have in my head some marketing, you know, words that I need to say. I'm just being me. That's the expertise part. If I yeah. was doing skill part, that would be a little bit more into the presentation of specific points that I want to deliver for uh, the audience. If let's say I'm presenting on stage in a conference or something, I would use the skill part wrapped around the expertise. But for mm -hmm. most of us, unless you're going to be like presenter and events, you don't need that. What you do need though is the other side, which is truly who you are. And the more you embody yourself, the more you let go of layers of conditioning and imprinting and programming and all the crap that we pick up from people and karma and ancestors and actually show up as truly yourself that's where magic happens that's what people want that's the codes you're bringing right and it makes so much sense when you when the way you said it like so many fempreneurs are over here not happy with themselves yet and they're leading with skills and courses and certifications because they don't feel like they're enough and I see it all the time. And I think the work that you do is just so powerful and so valuable. So thank you. Yeah. And that's a good point too, about the enough part is that whenever a finished product, <laughs> so this idea that at some point I'll be enough, at some point I'll be ready. I just did a video about that somewhere in my YouTube channel, but being ready, not ready, because it's like when we show up as who we are, that is the value. Not whatever image we have of like us being better because us being where we are is the value. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that whole idea of at some point I will be worthy. It's like you're worthy if you are working on being you. Most people are not working on their inner mastery. If you're doing that, you already steps ahead of people. And most people who are sensitive and bringing something that's unique, there are many steps, not just one or two, but like hundreds ahead. It's just owning it and learning how to clearly articulate that, owning that energy so it vibrates through your field and then showing up with that. And then people say, oh, I want this. How is she doing it? And I always tell my clients, I don't help them be like me. I help them be like them. So the point is to uncover more of you, not to like embody me, but to embody you. So yeah. each person is different. I have plenty of clients who are completely not like me. They like more, you know, soft energy and they speak like this and everything. And I'm like, <laughs> very different charge. So it, yeah, it just, um, I think it depends every way you are, you are meant to be that way. So it's not like oh, over here, I'm not perfect. Well, great. Speak to not being perfect, but just as long as you do it from the higher self, from the penthouse, right? Like don't speak while you're in the mess, speak about the mess from the lessons. Why not? You can have all the mess you want. <laughs> Right. Yes. And I love the, the emphasis on service and staying focused on how you can help others and improve others' lives. Um, the energy that comes from that. I, I was, when I was watching your videos earlier and just hearing you talk right now about that, I remember those days when I literally just could not let myself think about the fact that I wasn't sure how I was going to make my next, you know, rent payment. I wasn't sure where the money was going to come from to pay for my business coach that I had at the time. I just, I just knew that I couldn't think about those things and all I could control. And I don't know where this came from because this is like a wisdom that somehow came to me <laughs> and it was just to focus on serving. 
And I just kept focus on, focusing on serving. And it literally pulled me out of that phase of my life. If I would have continually focused on worrying and worrying and worrying about things I couldn't control instead of focusing on the one thing I could control, which was service, I don't know where I would be today. And I think I need to talk about that more with my ladies. It's just, you know, I try to, I try to remind them at times, you know, the emails to my email list and on Instagram and to the clients that I work with. I try to remind them to focus on service more than, than money. But at the same time, like you, we've got to help them package their knowledge and we've got to help them put price tags on things and we've got to help them set up all the technology around being of service. So it's, it's hard to kind of find a balance between the two, I find, as a, as a business coach. Do you mm -hmm. find that too? Absolutely, because sometimes I can see how many ducks are not in the row in the business side. So I want to like jump in and say, okay, we need to do this and do this and do this. And then it's like, there's the whole other side of the spiritual component, right? That goes with it, that you need to make sure that the person is actually in. So otherwise all these business ducks are not going to quack correctly. <laughs> so either way, you need that other side for the material part to work. So yeah, it's always a balancing act, but I find that service does not mean free. And I think this is kind of like one of the main things that if somebody gets that, that helps. That they think like, oh, I need to be of service. And then suddenly they do all this free stuff. And then over here, I'm working on my business and I don't know how to sell this. And I, I have all these issues, but I really like working on it. And I, I want to do that. So I always say it's like, first of all, decide, like make an inner decision that you're going to make this into a business. That this mm -hmm. is not going to be a hobby or you just like to share your thoughts online, but this is going to be something that you are committed to for the rest of your life to make it work. It will mutate over time. It will obviously change with you, but that you committed that you're going to do that. So the decision is kind of like step one. But the step two is decide that you don't do free. And that's kind of like people say, what do you mean? Like we do a lot of free content. It's not free. Energetically, it's actually out of alignment as soon as you do free because then you give and nothing comes back. That thinking pattern is incorrect. Yes. So yes. in the quantum field, everything is like an infinity symbol. It comes out of us, it goes out into the world, it then comes from the world back into us. That has to happen. So it's not free. It's just you have to have a conscious strategy as in, okay, if I'm going to do this video, what do I want from that? How do I want to serve my, my audience? And then what is the result I want? That's where the a little bit of, you know, seeding your offer might come through or maybe call to action that leads to a specific something. That something can still be free. But again, it's free, just the word we use, but energetically it cannot be free because as soon as it's free, you're being a servant, not a person like a queen of service to her people. So that's two things. Decide that this is serious and you like, really, you committed. This is going to be a business. It's not going to be a hobby. And two, decide you do not do free. And then from that point on, literally look for how can I serve, but what do I get? How do I serve, but where do I lead them? How do I serve, but how is this a stepping stone into something? So that energetically, universe gives you something back even if it's not money but connection or opportunity or something something back so it's not free right so energetically not free do you have something that you're going to give our audience <laughs> is there something that like lives on your website that people can go and check out that is not energetically free but it's financially free <laughs> absolutely <laughs> 
Absolutely. So there are two uh, places that I'm going to tell you. One is just my website, transcensiongate.com. This is the place that is a home to a lot of information and shows you how I work and everything that you can go check it out. And um, well, actually, third place, I have a YouTube channel, Eugenia Oganova Wealth Energetics, where all the videos like you were talking, you were watching my videos. So all of that is there so you can see it. But as far as what um, you can kind of come in to understand this work a little bit more, that is a free recording that I have of a webinar. So this is soulstrategywebinar.com. If you go there, it will lead you into being able to watch the webinar. It, there's no screen on like blocking it. You can literally just opt in and go watch it anytime. And that will explain to you a little bit more as to the work I do when we take somebody who's maybe at the beginner level and then we adjust these components we were talking about, utilizing their unique soul design. So we customize it and then what the results are, because results are actually quite incredible. Like people who were charging $100, $200 per appointment now are you know, paying, um, getting paid, let's say 10,000 per their package or 15,000 for their package, or um, they are able to get in a couple of people in a consistent basis per month that keeps them at 10,000 when they're working, let's say 1% of time that they used to be working. Um, their marketing is simplified and so on. So all these stories are kind of woven into that explanation. So soulstrategywebinar.com, that will give you more understanding of how this works. Okay, awesome. Well, I'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes. Is, is YouTube where you hang out most online? Is that like your number one social channel? Well, YouTube is not really a hangout place. It's more like put the video in place. So I hang out in the Facebook mostly, not on oh. Instagram, even though I do have Instagram account, but I mostly on the Facebook, I have a Facebook group, uh, high ticket um, energetics for coaches, for spiritual coaches. So they can check that out. But pretty much it's all my name. So it's Eugenia Ogano, anywhere, any network, LinkedIn, whatever, anywhere you go. But on the YouTube is where the videos I think are easily organized. Just because, yeah. you know, on the Facebook lives kind of like disappear and I don't get that algorithm, but on the YouTube, you just see it all there. So that's why it's easier. And I also have a podcast too, Conscious Coaches on a Mission. Right. Conscious Coaches on a Mission. Nice. Awesome. Well, you're a busy lady. Thank you for <laughs> taking time. You, you just gave us so much value in this episode today. Thank you, Eugenia. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And it's such a joy to speak with another conscious person and a woman and the one who's, you know, having the vortex of her own and bringing amazing things to the world. So yes, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, I'll let you get on with your day and I uh, look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye, Bye for now. All right. One last thing before you take off. I have something really awesome, brand new, waiting for you at yycfempreneurs.com. And the first step to getting in on this really awesome experience for you is to tell me a little bit about where you're at, what your goals are, and what you're trying to achieve right now. Now, I bet that after listening to today's interview with Eugenia, you have some new to-dos on your list, or you maybe feel more clarity around what you want to do. But here's the thing, for most fempreneurs, it involves technology. I, I would say actually for all fempreneurs, it involves technology. How do you put those offers out to the world so that people can look at them, understand what they are, and then actually click to buy? That's a technological thing, right? We need to provide the technical steps for them to get there. We need to use technology to, you know, actually fulfill the order 
complete the process for these people that want to work with us. If that's been a challenge for you in the past, and it still is, um, go to yycfemperance.com and tell me a bit about yourself in the form that's there. And I want to help you and I'm going to help you. I'm launching something really cool on January 3rd. I don't really know what it's going to look like because all of you who come in and say that you need help with technology, you're going to help me build it because I'm going to build it for you. It's going to be exactly what you need. And yeah, I don't know what that looks like, but it's going to be awesome. And you're going to get a ton of free uh, training, little tips, um, little technological steps that you can take that aren't huge and overwhelming. Um, I'm going to kind of bring you in and, and teach you and share things with you slowly and gently. I'm not going to, you know, hit you with a whole bunch of to do's that require you to learn a whole bunch of new tech. Um, I just really want to know where you're at in your business, what's holding you back from having your online presence look the way you want it to. Um, what areas of lead generation do you maybe not understand or just don't know how to do it from a tech standpoint? I want to know all of that. So thank you so much for going to yycfemperners.com and telling me that in the form. And then on January 3rd, 2023, I will turn all of that feedback into something really awesome for all of you who need it. And thank you for listening to the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast, for watching here on YouTube if that's what you're doing. And I'll see you all very soon. Bye for now.